Are you ready to be counted? I'm, re- I'm ready, jeans machines. Ready in Hamesh. Arba, Shalosh, Stein. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at podcast? With Christina P. All right, Gene, this Gene is on the road again. We're going to go, I've, we've probably already done Florida by now, right? West Palm Beach, May 5th. Then I go to Chomaha. I haven't been to Omaha in so long. I can't wait to do the funny bone there. It's the nicest people. And then I go to Shark Lake Titties Puta, and we've added shows there on Saturday. I like to do a nice. Ooh, in June. In in June, I do a early five o'clock show. I don't fuck around with late show. I like early. And then I do San Antonio Tejas at the Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club, July 15th through 17th. July 22nd in Liberty Township, Ohio. <laughs> Which sounds like a colonist, right? A colonial. And yeah, some feels a little off with it. Liberty Township. And then I go to Columbus. I love, I've been there in forever. Ooh, in August. A- August 13th through 14th. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, September 23rd through 25th. Indian Apple Tits. Uh, two nights, and then Denver, Colorado at the Comedy Works, which is just the greatest club in October. Raleigh, North Carolina, Good Charlie Good Nights, November 4 through 6. And then Thanksgiving weekend at the Orlando Improv in Orlando, Florida. Tickets at ChristinaPOnline.com. Boom, 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 boom. We're getting back to life. It feels really good. <sighs> I've uh, I've uh, worked on um, I have a new routine now. I'm going through a very very good phase where I wake up in the morning, I drink coffee, the kids come in the bed, we watch cartoons, and um, and then I take my morning dump. I clean out the pipes because I'm very OCD about walking around with a full clip. Right? Like what? Don't you shit before your day? Uh. Yeah, I mean before before cartoons are there, like it's as soon as I'm waking up, I'm taking some back to back full shits. Excuse me, before coffee? Like as soon as I smell coffee, like <laughs> as soon as I smell coffee, I'm dumping. Wow, that's a that's really trained. You're very Pavlovian response. Super good for Super. you. That's I mean, good work. No, yeah. Sometimes when I want to go, but I don't have to. Sometimes I just sit on the toilet, and then it comes also. <laughs> oh my god, me too. Yeah. I think I've trained my anus. Like I tell it, I tell it what to do, uh-huh. and then it abides. Yeah, it, it obeys. It's so like yeah, you, yeah. Do you ever do you ever sit down and like the sit down technique doesn't work? You're like, you know what? Let me just bidet. Let me just do a quick yeah. wet run real quick yes. and see if any. And then sometimes that gets it out there too. Yeah, it's like you when you douche your a your uh-huh. b hole when you d your a when you douche. Yeah, and then the douching opens your your anus a little bit. It coaxes it out. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. Cause, but sometimes I'm just have like, if I have little farts, I'm like, oh, I better sit down. I don't like to walk around farty, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then the you brown. Like, you douche the farts out. I douche out the farts and then the brown comes out. Yeah. So right. anyways. Three and a half minutes in. This yeah. Is <laughs> <laughs> Are we demonetized yet? Okay. Yep. So this is a very i'm very i've here's what i've learned as a a 44 year old almost 45 year old in june hello is that i need routines and i found that i am most i'm happiest i'm productive when i'm in a fucking routine so i wake up the kids come to the bed we watch cartoons i excuse myself i make a brown and then before i can fucking think about it i put on the workout clothes Uh uh-huh Ooh, smart. Aha. Uh-huh. So I'm not even awake, really. I'm just like, I'm just going to do. I'm not going to think I'm going to do. And that's always been good for me. When I don't want to think, I just do. And I go downstairs. I have an elliptical. Do, 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 do. I do two miles on my elliptical. What, bitch? Yeah, I Hell said yeah. it. That's been my goal is two miles, two miles, two miles. And I watch Beastie Boys videos. <laughs> Why? Because those motherfuckers motivate they are positive energy. The Beastie Boys are about love, friendship, harmony, positive messaging. You're just working out to you got to fight. For, no, right? That's you. Can, God damn you. 
don't you know they've evolved and grown? They got past license to ill like a million years ago. Check out, check out uh, ill communication. Okay. I'm talking, that's my favorite one. Google Beastie Boys albums. I'll tell you, here's the videos I watch. Very powerful. The song Alive. Open up your ears and clean out your eyes. It could be nice to be alive. Okay, positive. It's so positive. And now my boys hear the music because I fucking, I, I rock out and the videos are all fun and childlike. Now my boys sit down and they ask, Can, Beastie Boys, Beastie Boys, and they sit and they watch the videos with me. Yeah, so here's, here's your albums. To the Five Boroughs, great. Check Your Head. I would say one of the, arguably, the, I, that's my favorite. Ill Holy Communication. Shit, they have so many albums. And I'm, I've been a fan of them for fucking 20, more than that, since I was 10 years old. And there's still music I'm discovering from these guys. And they haven't been a band since MCA died. Like, Bro, they came out with the Tokyo Drift before Fast and the Furious franchise? <laughs> okay. Look, I know it's no drum line. Well, everyone knows Tokyo Drift is the best in the franchise. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't even want to get into that. It's like the dumbest thing you've ever said. Tokyo Drift is the best of that franchise? Yeah, of Fast and the Furious, yeah. Oh my god, you watch those movies? No, I only watch Tokyo Drift. Okay, okay. It hurts too much to even go down. I watched it recently. It's fucking good, dude. That movie fucks. But is it better than Drumline? Nothing's better than Drumline. (laughs) But Tokyo Drift is a close second. Um, Zolo, can you note that for your mom's house? We're going to have to go deeper on his love of bad movies. Bad I, what do you shit. no but I know but that, but that one's real stupid what do you like the the zoom zooms the cars go make make fasts uh no I like uh like I don't even like cars I just <laughs> why are you watching that for the storyline yeah I'm watching Tokyo Drift for the story it's uh, watching a guy overcome his uh, his inability to Tokyo Drift in a car what I think you're <laughs> you think I'm what <laughs> TikTok you don't stop I think you're TikTok, bro. There's so many other better. There's so many better movies than to- if you, if that's what you're looking for, the inspirational. I feel like, th- like overcoming even, adversity. Yeah, like Legally Blonde would be my version, but that's such a better movie than Tokyo Drift, right? I mean, Guys in the Booth, better movie Legally Blonde or Tokyo Drift? <laughs> Arguably, any movie is better than Tokyo yeah, Drift. No, 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 no. You're wrong. No, Legally Blonde <laughs> was a Broadway fucking show. That's how good that movie is. Yeah, Ashan, the first one, right? Please, Ashan has some sense. Let him <laughs> chime in. Go ahead. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, the latest latest movie I watched was I Care a Lot. And that was that was uh, good. That was that was a good. That was solid. That was solid. What's movie. your favorite bad movie? Bad movie. <sighs> Kung Fu Hustle. That's oh, I haven't seen that one. Is that good? <laughs> See, I think that's good. I mean, though. but like, yeah. it's like a. You got nominated. I thought. Wait, you did? That's a Wait, good movie. Hold on, Kung Fu Hustle? Which one is that? Is that the one where they dub it? Yes. Okay, no, that one didn't get nominated. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Okay. What's your, what's your What's your favorite bad yeah. movie? Yeah. Okay, so I don't think it's a bad movie, but anytime Legally Blonde is on, I have to watch it. The Bend and Snap. Like I just, yeah. I, I love that. It's such a dumb movie. Sure, Legally Blonde is good. Yeah, it's dumb good. Tokyo Drift is better. That is so wrong. <laughs> I'll give you a pass because you're a boy, and I guess boys like that stuff, even though there are no such thing as gender roles. Yeah. Gender isn't real. Okay. 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 So uh, so that's the current phase I'm in, and I have to tell you, it's been better for my my mind, my body. It's been so much better for me, and it took me only 44 short years to finally implement a, a really consistent regime of exercise. And at the same time, brainwashing my children into liking the same stuff I like, which really is the only reason to become a parent so that you can indoctrinate them into cool fucking shit, bro. So they know the Beastie Boys now. They ask for the videos. They like the Ramones. I got them on that shit. Oh, damn, homie. You're teaching them good stuff. The Clash. We already listened to The Clash. Uh, Prince and the Revolution. Whitney Houston. I'm all over it. Oh, you're doing a good job. I'm doing a good job. Now. What phase? I know everybody. Are you in a phase? What are you doing with your life? <sighs> Current phase. I mean, I'm in quite a gambling phase right now. <laughs> You're always in a yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But that's actually kind of a new thing. Like I'd say in the last two or three years, I've gotten really into gambling. 
Yeah, that's good. That's a healthy one. Up. Yeah. Um, Have you won? Are you on the winning side right now? Not gone on quite a quite a rough streak, but you know it kind of it flip flops like every weekend. You know, sometimes I'm up, sometimes I'm down. It's the way she goes. <laughs> now, what do you enjoy? What is it for you? Um, making that cheddar, homie. You like you like money. What I like, well, it's hard for me because like what I really like is fucking people out of money. At oh, least wow. in gambling, in gambling, you know, it's because like whenever I win, it's never like a oh yay for me. It's always a hey. Fuck you! I got your money. So that's maybe that's not healthy. So healthy. That's yeah. really a good impulse. You should really nurture that. Yeah. You know, I never really sat back and thought about my gambling, but yeah, maybe it's not as healthy as I thought it was. You know, I didn't realize how confront like you enjoy confrontation, and I will say that as like what your job is here. I don't even know what's your title again. Producer. Producer. Yeah. 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 Like, it's really good because I've seen you put down the hammer with people and I'm like, oh, that's, that's such a good trait. Like, I'm glad that you're, you're utilizing that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I could tap, I could tap into the rage whenever I need to. Mm-hmm, Cause it's mm-hmm. always just right underneath the surface, but I'm pretty good at hiding it. I think. Yeah. 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 I would, I would agree with that statement. Yeah. I, I remember someone was asking me, it was huh. just like, hey, do you ever rage? I was like, do I ever rage? And then my friend is like, are you even thinking about this? You get mad all the time. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, you do. I guess oh, my I God. do. <laughs> well, is everybody that works here secretly angry? Like, um, are you guys Chris Larson seething, right? I mean, just a keg. Just yeah, he's just a powder keg. He's just waiting to explode. That one's gonna wound. Yeah, it's gonna be just cum and anger yeah. everywhere. <laughs> cum and anger. Oh, and the sexual stuff too. I think he's gonna he's gonna go crazy one day. Yeah, you think Chris is gonna get into the weird stuff? He's gonna fuck the blow up doll. We're gonna come in and he's on the blow up oh, doll that in, the, weird. in the couch. <laughs> Sean, are you secretly are you do you feel anger inside of your heart? Um that's a yes. No, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm really chill. I'm chill. I'm chill. I'm you chill. are. You are. Do you, what makes you mad? Mm. Uh, impatient. Like, they can't be patient with me. That's all. Yeah. They think they... You get impatient with other people? Yeah. Like, hurry up. I want to fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get shit done. Yeah. I get that. And that makes you angry. Like you're at, you're in line at McDonald's or something, and then the person's taking too long. Will that put you in a rage? It used to. It oh used to. <laughs> I'm 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 in a phase where I'm controlling that. I'm controlling that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I heard that's kind of healthy, right? Like you take it out. <clears throat> uh, that's why people do it in traffic. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that you sublimate it somewhere healthy, so that you're not destroying your relationships with people and such. Exactly. Okay, that's smart. That's good. Yeah, um, a comedy for me was a big w- way to get anger and rage out. I think it still is. Thank God. Ugh. What What are you guys giggling about in there? No, nothing. It's just, oh, yeah, also, uh, I don't think we've introduced a Sean. Oh, my God, seriously? Yeah. Have you never been on the show? I don't think so, right? Oh, my God, well, welcome. where my mom's at. I have not. Oh, my gosh. Well, this is a Sean. Welcome. Yeah. He's Everyone f- say hello to a shot. Yeah, he's the best. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> I love you so much. I love your smile. I love your personality. You're great at what you do. You work on Ryan Sickler's show, The Honeydew, right now. I do. I love it. It is the best. You know, uh, coming back at you with the honeydew, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah, he's the best. I love Ryan Sickler. He's been on the show many times. Friend of mine for, for so many years. I'm so glad you guys are together. Cause oh, you guys have been friends for years? Oh, my God. Since the beginning of stand-up, I've known Ryan since I, was, uh, since I met Tommy. I mean, oh. 16, 18 years now. Gosh. 18 years. Isn't I never thought I would have a friend for that long. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I know what you mean. I know now all my friends I've known since I was like 14, 15, say whatever, and you're like, oh, yeah, we've been together for a million years. It is crazy. It kind of creeps up on you. Yeah, you're going, through a, you're going through a phase where you're like, hey, I'm going through this phase where I just want like long-term friendships. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a nice phase. It's so uh, you, you you realize you ease into it without realizing it as you get older. You're like, "Oh shit, I've known you for like 20 years." Definitely. I I think I'm going through a, like a midlife crisis phase too where I'm like 
like where Tell I'm like, it. yeah, it's so great. It's but it's, I'm not I'm not looking to act out. I'm looking more to make sense of. It's like you get older and you're like, what am I? What the what's the point? Like, what am I? Like, and and, and the older you get, the more entitled you feel to be on this planet, actually. Mm. But the the reverse is what's happening. The reverse is you're getting closer to death. So you're like, what do I really want to do with today? And you, you start to value every day. At least I'm like, I look for fun more. Like with my children and with life, I'm like, let's just have fun. Fuck it, dude. Like I want to, I just want to have fun. I want to laugh today. I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to just barrel through life. And then, you know, cause I think so many people live an unconscious life and then they just do what they're miserable. They're just low frequency misery. And then you, you put your head up one day and you're like, I'm fucking 40. I'm 40. What did I do? Yeah, because I think yeah. when you're a kid, like you just imagine that there's all this structure, there's all these adults that have rules for a reason. And as yeah. you get older, you're like, oh, they're just kids in adult bodies. Yeah. They're, it, they're just as dumb as I was when yeah. I was five. And then you're like, oh, fuck all y'all. I'm going to do me. And yes. then you just do whatever makes you happy. And like when, when that flip finally switches, it's, it's invigorating. Yes. I think too, I, I think also this, this last year of pandemic, I think I had more faith in the system <laughs> where I was like, oh yeah, no, in America, like my parents always told me, you know, this is why we escape from Hungary. We come to America. This is a good country. People don't throw you in, you know, gulag for saying something against the government and da, da, da. And then this year I was like, well, we're fucking so dumb. Like our country is, it's not, it's tenuous, you know, all these things that hold us together as a society. You're like, wow, that was, that was nutty to, to go through that too. But I also think that that fear of possibly being thrown in a good log is good for some people. A know? gulag? Yeah. A Russian gulag for speaking out against government? Like, I'm not saying to enforce it, but if you think yeah. it's a possibility or an option, I think that's healthy for people. <laughs> a deterrent? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, like it, it keeps you checked. See, they, okay, <laughs> so there's a whole theory about deterrence and if it worked or not. Um, for parenting? No, not for parenting. Uh, for society. Oh, okay. That's why they used to publicly execute people. It was as a, a deterrent, the scaffold, so that you could come and see the guy who stole an apple and his hand would get cut off and then the oh. parents would go to their kids. You see that? That's why you don't steal, kid. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and then and then um, with civilization, we kind of went, oh, yeah, we just do, we'll, we'll just be cruel to people behind closed doors in prisons. Like, we won't, we'll, we'll execute them behind closed doors. <laughs> <laughs> That was crazy. You sounded like my dad a little earlier. Did I? The Israeli? You're like, you see, that's why you do that. <laughs> and he would say that whenever we'd walk by like homeless people on the street. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd point at him. He's like, see, this is why you study. <laughs> do his he'd, accent, he'd, he'd though. yell it. <laughs> do his accent. <laughs> <laughs> you see, Nadav, this is why you study. This is why you study. You want yeah. to be homeless like this guy? <laughs> or do you want to make money? Oh, <laughs> 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 I'm like, Dad, I think he could hear you. He's asleep. He's fine. He doesn't <laughs> give a shit. I know. Everything my dad said and my parents said is kind of true now. You know, they're like, listen, everybody is crazy or on drugs. <laughs> and I'm like, he's right. He was right. Everybody's crazy or on drugs. What is this world? Yeah, so I went this Pandy, I was in a baking phase. I've been through a transcendental meditation phase where I, I meditated twice Transcendental meditation. Oh, yeah. You were talking about ago. Ram Dass for a couple weeks. Loved Ram Dass. <laughs> I, go, I go through spirit. I did. I don't so much anymore. Like, oh, I'm a Buddhist this week. You know, like. Oh, what? I'm a, a what? A Buddhist. That's how the English say it. I'm a Buddhist. Oh, okay. You're doing that on purpose. Yeah, I'm doing it as a joke. <laughs> I'm going to. Oh, Ram Dass used to say the Himalayans. The Himalayans instead of Himalayans. The Himalayan. Oh. I don't know which way to say it. Himalayans does sound cooler. Have you ever gone through phases? <laughs> What's your stages, bro? Yeah, dog. I've gone through a couple phases. I, <laughs> I think, I mean, in, uh, let's see. What's my my most recent phase? I went through a fermentation phase. What? Because like. What? Because like first I started with a cooking phase. Okay. And then I was like, you know what I really like? Set it, to set it and forget it. <laughs> and that's what fermentation is. You set it. And then you forget for it like, for a couple weeks. For a month, right? Yeah, I'd make fucking, I'd be fermenting sauerkraut like in my linen closet. And it fucked. It was fucking good, dude. <laughs> I can't, oh, I, no, homie, stop. it's the best fucking sauerkraut you've, but you'd ever have. Listen, bro, I love fermenting. I love sauerkraut. I uh, love this shit. You Pickle, just don't want kimchi. My Doesn't it smell? Doesn't it make your 
closet smell in your house smell like a fucking Russian deli? Well, yeah, you just stay out of that part of your apartment oh or your closet for a while. Oh, my God. You don't keep anything that needs to smell good in there. I'm um, throw I made up. my own ginger ale. What? Yeah, dude. How? Because uh, what it is is you throw yeast, ginger, uh, and sugar into a bottle and then you fill it up with water and you could put like cucumber in there okay. or like serrano peppers and then it ferments you got carbonated ginger ale homie it's so gross or you could I spend a dollar ninety nine and buy it at Ralph's no 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 it's better when you make it it actually tastes like you get why they call it ginger ale when you make okay. it yourself it tastes right. like ginger I made my own kombucha kombucha I don't com- even like kombucha isn't it kombucha you're right it is it is kombucha Kom- and actually that's where it gets the name from because you come in the bucha? You, that's how you get the starter yeast. <laughs> you just come in. You come in a in a like a gallon jug. Okay, and I'm it, th- you, your life is so disgusting <laughs> and wrong. You're just, so foreign. By the way, my foreigner dad would do that. He makes pickles. You go, oh, yeah. you buy pickles. You put the bread on top of the jar. You put out in the sun for two weeks, and then oh make yeah, pickle. dude. Those uh, are good, though. My mom made pickles growing up. Yeah. She'd be like, I'd be like, why are you making these? Isn't it easier to buy them? She's like, it's not spicy enough. That's true. <laughs> yeah. It's not spicy. And I don't like that American pickles use vinegar in it. I don't like that. I like the Eastern Blocky one. Which is what? Just brine? Just like salt and It's like, salt yeah, I don't know. Like I have my dad. Shit. Yeah, there's just no vinegar in it. And it tastes so different. I like that. Uh, Israeli pickles are like that, too. It's Israel- what I like. It yeah. tastes like Israeli pickles. Israeli pickles fuck. Fuck so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so you you've been that's so weird. Yeah, so that was a fir- actually I'll tell you what got me out of the fermentation phase and it was the ginger ale. I cuz I had all these like I'd give them as gifts. I'd like do 2 liter bottles of shit. Oh my god. And I'd give them as gifts and people loved it. It was also a great mixer for cocktails. Like it was don't get me wrong, homemade ginger ale is the shit. Um, and then like, I, I would hate you if you gave that to me as a gift. I'd no, throw it no like, you'd love it. You'd I'd love my it, ginger ale. Christina. I'd open it and I'd squirt it right in your fucking face. I'd be like, take your fucking <sighs> immigrant ginger ale. Jesus. Take you know back. what? Holy shit. Take I think, I think you're going to put me back in my fermentation phase because no. I need to show you how good this is. I don't want it. No, take you know it. what? I'm going to make you a two liter of ginger ale and you'll see. You'll, you'll see Christina. Okay. So stop. So I forgotten like, cause I, what I would do is I would set it and forget it. So I'd put all the sugar and the yeast in the bottle. And I was like, oh, I'll put water in here once I'm done with like my Uh-oh. other ginger ale. And then like the yeast started eating the sugar dry and then made my apartment smell like complete shit. Okay. And I couldn't pinpoint I, I, I it mean, for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I could have fucking told you that, that your apartment would smell like shit. Well, I mean, it was only after I forgot it. And then the second I took it out of my apartment, my apartment smelled back to normal. And I was like, okay, okay you know what? If this could happen, I kind of don't want to fuck with it anymore. No, this is smart. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I read. Ever... Yeah? yeah? No, go ahead. I was going to ask if you ever went through a bed making phase. Never in my life. Never? I'm so lazy. That one always seemed like a waste of time. Like, why would I fucking do that? But don't you, like, didn't you see, like, some video of, of some military dude being like, yes. hey, you want to not be a dumb piece of, piece shit? of shit? Make yeah. your bed every morning. I know, but I'm a piece of shit. I don't fucking care. But you didn't even try that. Didn't even sound appealing to not be a dumb piece of shit? Mm, I did. And I, like I, I don't think I ever, I, to me, that was so, like. <laughs> You're not motivated It's by like that. painting the roses red. Like, that's, <laughs> that's not, like, if I'm a piece of shit, that's not going to change me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather get up and spend that time exercising and like doing the routine than doing some fucking ah, stupid. Stu- this is a far fucking idiot. Okay, come stupid. on. Stupid. Okay. Uh, let's get to some real official business here. First of all, do we have any follow ups? Oh, very important follow up. Gosh, here we go. Brushing and flossing. You know, on Alex Pfeiffer, she came on here. And gave me some really bad dental advice. Uh, It says, my hygienist told me to floss before I brush my teeth. I was previously flossing after, for the same reason Alex was saying, getting the spots the brush couldn't get. My hygienist told me to brush after I floss because the toothpaste can now get into the areas between the teeth. And if you brush before the food and plaque between your teeth blocks the toothpaste reaching those areas. Dur. I agree, Laura. Thank you for submitting. That's what I was t- trying to explain to her, but I ran out of energy because she was so <laughs> exhausting. Yeah, she was running laps around everybody. Holy mackerel. <laughs> Talk about energy. I had someone write in saying they were triggered by her. <laughs> 
They go, they go, I'm fine, I'm triggered. I can't listen to Ali. I know, I know. But she was funny. She was entertaining. This person's chastising me for uh, something I said. You're not really mailing diapers ahead of a trip, are you? When we travel, our first stop is a Target or whatever store they have nearby to get diapers and baby food and snacks. Don't waste your time and money mailing them. Just get them when you get there. Keep them high and tight. Leanne, you know what? Potato, potato. I never, uh, I think I've done both. Um, yeah, whatever, I guess, fucking works, you know. There you go. Yeah, I, I mean, that is an extra stop. It is an extra stop. Sometimes I don't feel like going to Target. <laughs> Not very often, because I fucking love Target. <laughs> I fucking love it. Let's do some mom confessions. Um, let's do some V-mails. Yeah, it's been a moment since we've done those and i just love hearing what the moms are out there saying hey mommy i've got a uh, mom confession not for me obviously but for my mother uh ever since i was little my mom would tell me that i was severely allergic to strawberries and <laughs> growing up it was you know really hard to get around that whole thing because strawberries are in everything and when i was seeing my ex around you know, a few years ago i was 23 24 I dabbled into trying strawberries because I found out my mom was a big liar. And uh, turns out I'm not. And she just told me that I was allergic to strawberries because when I was young, it was really hard to clean the, the strawberry juice stains off of my lips. And she just kept it going for you know, over 20 years. Keep them high and tight. Bye. Oh, my God. First of all, it's not that hard. To clean strawberry juice off of somebody's lips? Like, what? I, I'm How not... was he eating strawberries? Well, <laughs> yeah. Like, lollipop juice is harder to get <laughs> off of lips. And Your mom was a fucking psycho, dude. I want to hear what this confrontation's going to sound like. Right. Like, mom. when he talked. I mean, if his mother is still alive. <sighs> just like... Hey, I got a bone to pick with you. Bitch. What's all this shit about strawberries? I know. <laughs> but I can kind of... I understand why, because... So the kids, they put their fingers, they eat with their fingers, and then they get pink hands, mm -hmm. pink face. So And then they touch your front, they touch everything with those strawberry fingers. Mm. But that's what napkins are for, bro. You know, you can give the kid a fucking napkin. Right, so, if you just get ahead of it. Yeah, like kids will, kids will turn anything into a nightmare if you let them. So I, I don't know. But his mother must have had her own reasons for that one. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. Weird. That sounds like a, uh, like I remember when I was in college, I realized that you could take medicine if you're sick. Yeah. Cause like, yeah. I don't know if you're, I don't know if your parents, I don't know if it's an immigrant thing, but like when you get sick, my mom was always just like, just let your body like fucking take care of it. Yeah. My mother was the opposite. She would medicate me for everything. Cause she was oh. so panicked about it. My father, however, never went to the doctor and never took me to the doctor. Yeah, yeah, I see. Because like I remember in college, I was like I was sick, and yeah. my boss was just like, "All right, so we'll see you like in two days." I was like, "I don't know, man. Like when <laughs> I get sick, it kind of it kind of goes it kind of goes on for like a week, a week and a half." He's <laughs> just to. like, "Go to the fucking doctor, or you're fired." <laughs> and so I remember going to the doctor. I'm like, "Yeah, my boss like wants me to come here if you could write me a note." He's like, "Do you want medicine?" <laughs> I was Whoa. like, for I was like, for what? What's it gonna? I mean, isn't my body just gonna overcome? He's like, yeah. Do you want to get healthier faster? Oh my god! And then I remember within within twelve hours of taking this medicine or twenty four hours, I was like a hundred percent. Oh yeah! And I called my mom to yell at her because <laughs> I had like I missed out on school trips. I missed out on like the fucking Catalina trip that we take in fifth grade or whatever. Oh. Or, I was like, I missed out on so many things. I was like, I could have not been sick that whole time. That whole time for like two full weeks. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah, like it's it's crazy. Maybe though. there's a method to that mayhem, but I remember being real upset and calling my mom to yell at her. Well, and how did she respond? Like fuck you. She was like fuck you. I'm it's your like mom. you don't you don't fucking get it. What the? I mean, what? So you're get? I mean, she pretty much just repeated the whole sentiment. Wow. It's like your body was going to take care of it anyways. You weren't going to die from that sickness. You're just well, going to get stronger. Does, I think some sicknesses lead to secondary illnesses that are serious. Like, you know, a cough can descend into something more serious if not treated. So like, huh. yeah, you can get pneumonia and shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, I guess my mom mm. isn't a doctor. Huh? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. 
I know. You can go to the dentist too every six months for cleaning. I didn't. I never did that growing up. It's hilarious. Oh yeah, my mom tries to push that on me pretty hard. Okay, let's do another mom confession. I have a confession. I was thirty-nine plus weeks pregnant with my daughter, and at the point where you just want that baby out. I called my husband at work. We are both medical professionals who work at a hospital and told him to bring home the hook to bring my break my water. Later that night, he came home with the hook. He stuck it at my hoo-ha and bang, bang, boom, water broken. Gush, mission accomplished. Now have to go to the hospital and have a baby. Super fucking dangerous, by the way, but I had had it. Daughter is fine. She is 18 this week. I swore I would take that secret to my grave. Thanks. Don't try this at home. <gasps> Coming up in May. Yes. The hook. So before you freak out. What? It's, yeah. So it's, so when you go into labor, um, sometimes they, they'll break your water because you're having contractions and they want to see if they can get you progressing. Right. So like with my first child, I went into labor naturally and then you go and they, it's like a little hook they put your meow and they push past your cervix and they just break the water the lining like a fishing hook i mean i don't i looked the other way when she did it my doctor um no it's not like a hanger it's not like like that no i don't know what it looks like like i said my doctor was like i'm gonna break your water and i was like all right cool i look i looked away and as she was going to do it i my water had already broken in her hands i think which is what had happened and she pulled her hand out. She's like, oh, you're already, your water just broke. And I was like, cool. She was going to check me to do that. Sorry. Oh, like she was about to do it. She's, she's like, a, oh, just she's broke. Like, yeah, she was about, she's like, well, let me see, you know, what's going, what's doing down there. She put her hand in there and there was water, like it already happened. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. So, but they're both medical professionals <laughs> who work at a hospital. She did not say what kind of medical professional, like. Do you work in the pharmacy? Are you a doctor? He's a guard. Security Are you a guard. nurse? Like, what kind of right? Like I don't know. But I've I've caught I've had to catch a baby or two. I think I I think I could throw a hook in yeah, there. Yeah, like okay, super dangerous. Uh, but if they were doctors, I guess acceptable. Do not try that at home. Um. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Okay, that was ter- terrifying. Ooh, we got another mom. Oh, let's do a confession. Mom. I love these. I love these. Hi, mom. Uh, Christina, I just found your podcast and I love it. So I started listening to your other podcast with your husband. um, And I just have a confession that I woke up my children this morning and I said, good morning, my king and queen under 18. (laughs) And my kids are six and three. So I am now questioning all of my life choices made (laughs) thus far. But I'm not going to stop listening. So just a huge fan. Thanks for everything. Um, I think I was supposed to say keep your jeans high and tight. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Thanks. Amazing. I have kids shirts for sale. Will you look in the, your mom's house store? I believe we have like kids onesies and shit that we're selling now under my, let me see if it's up there yet. Well, we will pretty soon. Um, So keep an eye out unless they're in this category. Let's see. Well, they have where my mom's at hoodies that are so soft and awesome in pink and in orange. I've got a tote bag. I've got the cool mom. I've got the queen above 18 shirt with my face. And of course, the tumbler, which is fucking fire, bro. So they'll be coming out soon. We're doing children's shirts. So check back for that. So silly. So much fun. So much fun. Let's do... Let's do... What would Christina P. do? You know, it's been a while. Since we've done that segment, I think we should do it. You got mom questions? CP's got mom answers. What would Christina P. do? Okay. Here you go. <laughs> do, you, do you remember that reference? Do you know who that is? Yeah, isn't that a, uh, a Tom Likas? Tom Likas. But blow me up, right? One of those deals? Blow me up, Tom. He was on 97.1. And he would do a show where he would tell men, don't spend a dime on that bitch. (laughs) If she isn't putting out on the first date, dump that bitch. It was such a great show. Great meaning, horrible. And of course, he would never fly today, you know, because everybody would be like, you're an anti-feminist. Like, of course he was. He was, 
But he was, yeah, he was really, really a good radio broadcaster. Just a ball of energy. So funny. And he would have these horrible things, these special effects to blow people up. They'd ask, they blow me up, Tom. And he'd blow them up with like a nuclear sound effect. <laughs> so stupid. Look, we should start doing those. Can we do like a blow me up? And then we'll go out on like a fart rip. Fart, take me out with a fart rip, Christina. <laughs> Yeah, sure. For for Boom. this show, yeah. All right, yeah. Take I'll, me I'll, out. I'll get some sound effects Take ready me for, out. for the next for the next one. <laughs> Take me out with a cat eating kibble. <laughs> Stupid. Take me out with an armpit fart, mom. That'd be great. Kid kid related ones. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay, this one's good. Hi, mommy. I know you tell us that in order to maintain our bear, we have to milk them at least every three days. And I completely agree. So this, for those of you who don't know my, my method, I encourage marital loves every 72 hours to maintain the mood of the house of your bear and to make your life better. It, it, you know, it's just, it's just great for the marriage. I think I have a pretty high sex drive, so it's usually never a problem until I'm on my period. I feel gross and bloated, so I'm usually never in the mood, and three days will go by, and I'll completely forget to milk him in other ways. He's such a gentleman that he doesn't push it during that time because he knows how it affects how I feel, but I can tell he wishes I would initiate detouches with my mouth. Do you still milk the bear on your period? Do you make it a point to do so even when the V is out of order and you feel like shit that week? Okay, Taylor, really great question. You know, I realize I give this advice, my my approach, and then there are, there are gaping sort of holes in the theory that you have to address. So I appreciate your 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 attention to detail. Okay, now I'll tell you what I do with the bear. I explain to him there's a time and a season in a woman's cycle. There's a time and a season when I'm really interested in him sexually, and that's around ovulation. And then there's a time where it's shutting the fuck down. And he needs to get in before uh, the crimson tide rolls in. So I tell him, <laughs> I tell him, I'm like, look, there's a time, women are cyclical and there's, there's a window for you to get it in. And once I feel the fucking, the curtains drawing and I feel like shit, sorry, dude, you're off now. And I know I don't, I don't do anything I don't want to do. Okay. Cause I think that's even fucking grosser. Like I don't want to give him mouth kisses. So I force it when I'm feeling like shit, like I don't care. So he knows when to expect a dry spell, meaning, you know, a week, big fucking deal. But now I know that there's hell to pay, meaning that invoice is overdue, past due. So when I come back into the rotation, I'll make it up to him for those days that were dark. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's fair to be like, dude, I'm just, I really, I'd rather die right now than have sex. And I tell him that, like, it's not you. I just, I'm in pain, I'm cramping, I'm fucking gross. I don't want anything to happen. Welcome to Redland Skate Park, pussy. Pussy. And if he can't handle, like, okay, five whole days without intercourse or t dick touches, then come on. There are people who, in marriages who go, fucking a year without dick touches so he can handle the time down. And I like to use that time, you know, just like the Jews, Nadav, I believe that a woman's menstrual period, it's a reset. It's a sacred time. I go after I get my mikvah and then I get back in the saddle with him. You know, at first I was just like, where is she going with this? <laughs> but you hit all the beats, right? Let's, yep. You, so you go to the, you go to the community jacuzzi. Yeah. With the other, with the other now, J ladies. Now, and, do and the Orthodox Jews not believe the same thing when a woman is menstruating? It's time to cool it. You go to the other bed. I mean, if anything, they're the, they're the ones that are still holding on to that. The, they're like, the send Orthodox. her away for a week till she's not crazy. And can I tell you something? <laughs> All the feminists cry. Oh, it is so cruel. No, it's not. It's a fucking great idea. Send me <laughs> to the menstruation yurt for a week so I don't have to do shit and I can just sit there and be cranky and, and menstruate. Yeah, I would love a menstruation hut. That'd be fucking amazing. Oh, so to answer your question, honor your, I, I, listen, I've learned to honor the times and the seasons of my body, of my energy levels. There's a time and a season. Everything is cyclical on earth. I'd say honor the time you don't feel like doing something and don't do something. And then it'll come back where you feel like doing something. Then do it then. 
Same goes for creative work. You know, I don't force writing jokes. I don't force creating stuff when I just don't have it in me. I just wait and then it comes and then you'll do it then. But the key is to do it then when it does come, the inspiration. Okay. Yeah. Do it when right? you want to. Yeah. Because I do mean. Do when you want to, but then really fucking do it when you right. do it. Like show the, because I think that's what most dudes like the most is, oh, the girl that I'm with is really into this. Wants to, to do me. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. If it's forced to dick touches terrible no one wants forced dick touches nobody wants it i, I think it's sadder and actually like ugh, like it's how horrible would that feel to be with somebody who's just like ugh, like not even remotely interested yeah it's more harm you know what makes me come the quickest is yeah. when someone's like ah, can we just get this over with <laughs> god that makes me hard <laughs> <laughs> just shove it in there yeah yeah, and, and like, and I've gotten that before. And it's just like, you know, we're just shutting Ugh. this down. I think we're done for today. I think we're done. Yeah, bank's closed. I agree. I agree. But even sometimes, like, I haven't been in the mood, but that's what alcohol is for. Like, you just drink a glass of wine. It completely takes the edge off of, like, the day, your your the life, the kids, the you know. I mean, oh, my God. And then you just you, you shift into, like, wife mode. It's good. Right. So, though, this is the opposite problem. This woman has. I'm 22 and married. My husband's 33. We've been married four and a half years now. And the sex stopped within the first year. He will not fuck me. Honestly, I started to think he's cheating on me because I just couldn't fathom the thought I couldn't turn him on anymore. Every time I bring it up, he still says he loves me and that his dick is just broken. I know he's not cheating on me. He doesn't even masturbate. It severely affected my mental health. Being with someone you love and they don't even want to touch you really messes with you. He's a drinker and smoker, but his blood tests came back completely normal. I'm sending him back to the doctors to get more blood work done, but I've never met a man that didn't regularly J their Ds or even let their significant other try. What else should I do? I want a family in the future, but I can't force him to have sex with me. Piss on me, fuck, piss on me and fuck me, Laura. Okay, that's brilliant. You guys are so good with these sign-offs. My gosh. So Dr. Drew, on his show, Dr. Drew After Dark, we've gotten this question a few times, and Drew says like 90-some percent of the time, uh, it is physiological. It's a physical problem. So blood work, great. Have him completely assessed because like most men still want a bone. There's also drug use. Is he on drugs? Um, right. She said she, right? he was a drinker. Hold on. Maybe that has something to do he with it. He is a drinker and smoker, but his blood test came back completely. It doesn't mean anything. Right. I know guys who've smoked pot and then that lowers their libido sometimes. Oh, yeah. Sometimes cause, not. Because I think pot is like a estrogen producer or something. I feel like I've heard Dr. Yeah, Dr. Drew has told me that before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think depression can do it too. But usually depression and pot smoking, right, go hand in hand. So the guy, it's like the chicken or the egg with those dudes. Mm. I think they may be depressed. Right. You know, right. Whatever. But it might, it's most likely physiological or it could be mental. Is he on an SSRI? That's another one Dr. Drew will always mention, some kind of antidepressant that could be wrecking his, so, so his sex drive. So ask if he's on any kind of new medicines. It's most likely medical. Don't take it personally. I know it's hard not to. That's what Dr. Drew always says too. He's like, dude, women take this shit personally. It is, he doesn't say shit, but it's not personal. He's probably into you. He's, there's something else going on. Yeah, like this right? isn't something that you're like, oh, I guess this is how our relationship is now. Like, because if he was fucking you before, right, something's changed. Yeah, this is this sounds like just something that you need to put energy into fixing. Yeah, yeah, put some shit in there, bro. Uh, go 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 go. Dear mommy, literally, and I mean literally, my baby jeans does not sleep. Oh my god, I have maybe three nights of sleep total. Oh my god, in his whole eleven months of life. Oh my God, I have sleep trained and regressed due to sickness, teething, and all around what the fucks. I have tried to cry it out, even bourbon on the gums. I digress. I'm dying. And at this point, I would sell a kidney on the black market for a full night's sleep or an uninterrupted hard plow. I'm not sure what that means. (laughs) What does that mean? Just uh, like a a fuck session where the kid doesn't bother, I think. Oh. (laughs) That's adorable. I've never heard that before. <laughs> You've never heard plowing? Well, an uninterrupted. Yeah, an uninterrupted plow, plow sesh. Plowing. Yeah, I've heard of plowing. <laughs> yeah. It's an old school way to say 
Yeah. Plow, uh, plow that bitch. Yeah, plow that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Blow me up, Tom. Take me out. Uninterrupted hard plow. Okay. I mean, I am not um, a pediatrician. Um, I have heard Dr. Jessica say things like, hey, some kids just don't sleep. Uh He's 11 months old. I mean, man, you may have just gotten fucking way unlucky. I can't imagine that he won't sleep his entire life once they're out of these phases. You said you've tried the sleep training and regressed due to sickness, teething, and all around what the fucks. I mean, you could. I think Dr. Hawkman said you could try melatonin. I don't know how old, though. I would double check that before taking that advice. 11 months old is pretty young. I don't know how old they have to be for that. We'll ask uh, Dr. Hawkman about this one, but um, I think you should check yourself into a hotel to catch up on sleep. I can recommend Good that, idea. right? That way you can get an uninterrupted, uninterrupted hard plow and, <laughs> <laughs> and you can catch up on your sleep, most importantly, and have someone watch your baby that you trust, whether it's your mother or nanny or whomever, and, uh, and get your life that way. One night away is not gonna kill the kid. Fine, fine. Yeah. Right? They'll survive. Yeah, they, they love it. Especially if it's somebody they like to spend time with. It'll be fun. Okay, my son is almost two, year old, two, two years old and is very affectionate, which I love. He often kisses my hubby and I on the lips. I was talking with someone at work about when to have their kids stop kissing them on the lips. He said he still kisses his parents on the lips. Mind you, this is a 35-year-old man. Dude, I have never kissed my parents on the lips at least from the time I can remember. I think it's gross to kiss family on the lips. Babies don't know, and that's why it's fine, but I don't know where y'all's nasty lips have been. When is it at the appropriate age to have your kids stop kissing you on the lips, or does it really not matter? With love for your big titty animal, Nina. Listen, bro, we were just talking about this. God, bro. So I had a friend in high school. I go over there, and he was mouth kissing his mom his dad his sister he was a grown-up fucking high schooler 17 years old and i remember i never seen that shit before i was like this is some fucking crazy american white people shit right yeah yo because like we know ne- i never did that i've kissed my babies yeah mwah, mwah, and then you're kind of like this doesn't it's just not for me you it know feels, it feels off it's not right. Yeah, it's like I kiss my husband on the mouth. It's a little yeah. sexualized and maybe not. It's never a good time for open mouth kisses with people you're related not to. Not open mouth, closed mm. lips. Even closed lips. Like, you know, how about some, some cheek pecks? You know, do cheek that. Pecs that's good. That's safe. how that's how family's supposed to kiss each other. I think so. I think so. I mean, one time my stepdad and I leaned in and like for a kiss and he accidentally like, he moved his head. And then I kissed his mouth by accident. And I've been thinking about it since I was 15. I'm 44 years old. Like, that's how gross and fucked up that moment was. Yeah, bro. Right? Yeah. Right? Anyone that's accidentally open mouth kissed like a family member is just like, uh, I need need to fucking go away for a couple weeks. (laughs) Sometimes you're like about to go to sleep. And then all of a sudden, just the image of open mouth kissing your your dad comes into your head. Why do you say... I didn't say open mouth. I just said I my lips great. Oh, like just mouth kiss. Yeah, not open mouth. Who are you open mouth kissing in your life that this is a thing? Not my parents on purpose. Who did you open mouth kiss? Uh, like a like a uncle, I think. Open mouth. I think I'm confusing open mouth kiss did to he, just to just lips kiss. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of lip kisses. Did he tongue you? No, no. <laughs> that's what I hear when I hear open mouth. It was like yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm jumbling some words in my head. It's not. I've never open mouth kissed a family member on accident, on purpose. I've I've done some accidental lip kisses, and that's the extent. Oh my god, is it wrong? I made out with like an extended cousin once. What? (laughs) That's a joke, right? (laughs) You open mouth kissed an French. French. Extend. How old were you? Um, eighteen. Okay. 18. How old was the cousin? He was cute. Uh, like a year older than me. And I never met him before. <clears throat> and we met in Hungary. At a family re- You were. <sighs> it wasn't a family reunion. It was just, he was in Hungary. He was visiting. <laughs> right. You were visiting him. But... You were having family dinner at his house. And they were like, hey, let's go make out in the bathroom, dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the deal. <laughs> 
I never met him before. I've not seen him since. Mm-hmm. And we're like distant, 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 distant. Like we're, we're related through like marriage, not blood. Do you know what I'm like? I don't feel like we're really. You know who says that? I got to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, people, people. <laughs> Cousin fuckers like me. I didn't yeah, fuck him. Dog. I just Frenched. We, and he didn't even touch my boob. We just Frenched. Because I think I knew. I was like, this can't be good. This can't mm. be good. He's cute. You know, he's a sweet kid. Yeah. Uh, who was cuter? Your, 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 your cousin or the kids from Cobra Kai? Oh, the kids from Cobra Kai. Kids. You mean 23-year-old adults playing the roles of 15-year-olds? Yeah. <laughs> they're 23, guys. It's not my fault they're trying to trick me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> Okie doke. Let's go on. My husband and I are trying to have a bebe, and we've been shooting from the hip for about nine months with no progress. At what point should I go to the doctor for help? I don't love admitting that I need help to do this. I'm 28, and we've been married for four years. Dear slutty Tina, basically, I got nutted in. Should I take a prenatal or plan B, Kelsey? <laughs> <laughs> basically i got nutted in okay well here's the deal man you said you've been shooting from the hip for nine months now a lot of people don't know this and i've said this on the show before it's important to reiterate when you are trying to conceive a child when you nut when you get basically nutted in matters so (laughs) time (laughs) timing is everything so if you're just shooting loads that's not yes it can get you pregnant but the deliberate timing of the nuts is what matters now what are you going to do pay attention to your ovulation you're going to start noticing when you're ovulating so you can buy these strips these sticks at the fucking rite aid or whatever you pee on them and when you're fertile that's when it's time to get nutted in okay it should say that on there. It's basically time to get nutted in. <laughs> so, so you can have him nutting you left and right, but there's really only a two-day or four-day window that you can conceive a child in. And a lot of... I didn't realize that either. We were just busting nuts, busting. I'm like, I'm going to get pregnant. And then my shrink was like, well, when are you busting nuts, you know? So start monitoring, monitoring your cycle. And also secret uh, a great way to do it is have him nut in you a day or two before you test positive for ovulation so that the sperm is in the fallopian tubes waiting for that egg to be released so that you get fertilized the chances of fertilization are better right you've got two ovaries they hold eggs the uh, the egg comes out of the ovary travels down the fallopian tube and that's where it gets fertilized in the fallopian tube and then it attaches to your uterus so if you increase your chances of sperm being there in the fallopian tube, when that little eggie comes out, that's that's the money move. So you want to be bagacking before you actually ovulate because sperm can live in the body for how many days? I'm not sure. But that's that's the key. And then if you're deliberately nutting after I believe it's, <laughs> I don't know, it's like six months, six cycles, and you're deliberate nutting, that's when you should seek a fertility counseling. Go to a fertility doctor, have them test your cycle, see what's going on with your hormones, and then they can, you're 28 years old. You know, although, gosh, you can be infertile at 18, uh, but age, you know, your fertility can decline as, as you get older. Don't take it personally. It's not a personal thing. If you have eggs that are wonky or whatever, it could be his, he could have low sperm count. There's a million things that can go wrong with conceiving a child. And it's, you know, it's nature. She's a genius and she's a cruel bitch. So I'm telling you. Okay. Let's do, okay, this one. I'm 34 years old and I have a 17-month-old little girl. And I'm currently in the my first trimester with my second. Congratulations. I'm trying to prepare her for the arrival of new brother, sister, non-binary sibling. Very good. You don't know what you're going to have. Why impose the gender on them? So far, I've gotten her a baby doll right now. She just kisses it and immediately body slams it. (laughs) Not a good sign. What did you do to prepare your oldest for the arrival of your youngest? I want to make the transition as easy as possible because you better believe this kid is coming up in May. You got it. <laughs> Jennifer. Okay, Jennifer. So I I'm a, I love books. I read Skeetle books a lot. I read both my children books. But uh, 
So there are great books you can buy about becoming a big sister. Oh, you have a little girl. Okay, so you've got a big sister coming. Uh, sorry, she's a big sister. So you want to you want to impart on them the coolness of being a big sister and all the fun things um, she's going to get to do with the new. Obviously, we haven't chosen the gender yet, but <laughs> brother or sister or you know astral gendered being that you will have eventually. Um, you may want to start there because they love being the older. And then what we did when we had Ellis meet Julian in the hospital is have Julian give Ellis or the bigger one a present. So that like, oh, this truck is from the baby. And that way, like the the first time they meet, they're off to a, a good start of giving toys and such. Genius. Yeah. That one that one worked a little. I mean, look, there's going to be a natural rivalry. The older one is gonna hate it for like I mean, Ellis did not give a fuck about Julian for the first year, I'd say. He was did not like it, did not like me tending to the baby, did not like the the loss of that inten- attention. Cut to two and a half years later, they are hardcore bros. Last night at bedtime, they're playing in Ellis's room telling mom to get out because they're having so much fun together. So give them time. Uh, it takes a minute for those two to adjust. There's going to be natural rivalry. And try not to, you know divide and conquer and I don't know, let them get in trouble together. I feel like that's so, that was a huge thing for my boys. I noticed when they started to do stuff behind my back together, I was like, all right, I'm going to let this go (laughs) because they're forming brotherly bonds when they're misbehaving together and they're banding against mom, which can be kind of good in a way, right? Very good. There you go, right? Any, how about you, Nadab? You've actually got a sibling or two or five. What are you, four yeah, of you? Yeah, I'm the youngest of four. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know the how youngest. my siblings were prepped, but, I mean, I bonded, like, my brother was, you know, is one of my best friends. Aww. Um, and, yeah, like, I mean, that's because we bit we beat the ever-loving shit out of each other <laughs> while growing up. Like, one of my best memories uh, is the day when I found out I was stronger than him, you know? Like, yeah. Like, that's, like... A top three memory for me. Yeah, because now your whole dynamic shifts. Right. It's like, oh, cool. We could stop fighting. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of cool. That's good. And it yeah. made you resilient and tough. And I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like I'm so fucking glad I have two boys. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine raising uh, girls is so much more complicated. I don't know. I know I'd raise mine to be like little warriors, like savage. I'd be like, no, Barbie's bad. You're going to fucking play with Barbie. Yeah. So you just raise them. As whatever gender Crazy. you wanted to. Yeah. And then they'll be like, but mom. <laughs> they'll be like, I love Barbie. And I'll be like, all right, you can play with Barbie. Like, you know what I mean? You can't control who they are. It's like, they are who they are. You're just trying to foster who they are inherently. Yeah. You have to raise the girl to be a, a little badass, I imagine, and say no. There's just some, there's some societal things. You know, we're always taught to accommodate and, and be nice and not be rude and not, you know, fucking not be too loud or too obnoxious. It's complicated, but. Right. I don't know. I say fuck all that anyway. You know, I, it's like, wait, and there, there's also just an age where you're like, wait, why do I have to, wait, who's enforcing these? Who's forcing anything on anybody? Like, you know, you hear these, like people are like, I feel bad about my body and it's the model's fault. It's like, mm, okay, I get that at some point. You grow up, you're like, I wish I could look like Cindy Crawford. And then the mature person goes, yeah, I'm not Cindy Crawford. And that's fine. I'm a little chunky here and there. I'm not perfect. I don't give a shit. This is one life I have to live and I'm going to live it. You know, that's how I'm buying slutty, um, slutty clothes and slutty bathing suits. And I'm going to wear them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm dressing like a fucking whore on this vacation with Tom. I was like on the show. (laughs) Not on the show. (laughs) I know. That's too. We have too many young male viewers on this program no i think in private life because like you know i'm trying to keep my husband i want him to look at my tits not everybody else so i'll do it i'll do it for fucking him who cares it's not getting any better i'm not getting any younger i think that's smart very considerate like you know what that is that screams out i want to touch your dick yeah and that gets everybody hard yeah Did you girls, did you put that together? When I dress like a whore, it says to my husband, I want to touch your dick. And then that makes everybody hard. 
Wow, you got to write that on like a plate or something special. Yeah, I'd, uh, yeah. Wow. I'll, I'll sell stickers or whatever. Wow, <laughs> Nadav with the sayings. You've always got a good saying, and that was a really good one. Yeah, wow. I, I think Zolo's keeping a list of them. Yeah, we, you've great sayings. I don't even know where I pick them up from. I just have them. Well, what a talent, and thank you. So just remember, ladies, if you dress slutty in front of your husband... He knows you want to touch his dick, and it makes everybody hard. And staying hard is what it's all about all the time. Never soft. All right. I think it's on that note we should. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right. I love you so much. Where my mom's at at gmail.com. Send me an email. Phone number 213-375-5184. Leave me your voicemails. Leave me your confessions. Your mom feels. Your mom hacks. Your Pajitsky effects, what would Christina P. do, all that fun stuff. And I love you. Uh, stay sexy and let's everybody stay hard as possible. Okay, bye, mommy. Until next time, stay cool. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at. Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's at podcast. With Christina P.